Hey teachers, my name is Adva Hanan. I'm obsessed with everything early childhood education and supporting you through your teaching career. I help you feel supported, encouraged, and continue learning through your time inside and outside of the classroom. I'm an early childhood teacher who saw a huge gap in how early childhood educators are supported and guided throughout their classroom experience. Classroom management, Teacher burnout and distance learning are all topics we cover here. So get ready to learn, grow, and become the best teacher you've always dreamed of being. Let's make an impact together. Have you ever wanted a community of early childhood teachers who can bounce ideas, support through tough times, and sit and learn with you? I am super excited to share that in honor of this podcast launch, I am reopening the cart to Learning Blocks membership. For those who are new to me, this is one of my favorite offers. Learning Blocks membership is a place for early childhood teachers who are looking to grow, become their best teacher selves, and feel supported, all while making an impact on the next generation. I am offering you, my wonderful listeners, the Founders Rate. So if this sounds like something you're craving, you can find the link in the show notes below or message me directly with any questions. Let's get this show on the road. Hi, teachers. Welcome back. I am so happy you are listening. Uh, Today, I wanted to talk about mental health. And before I talk about my coping mechanisms and why it's important to put your own mental health first... I really wanted to talk about my journey in mental health, and because I'm an educator and I studied psychology, I always knew what mental health was and how important it was, but I never experienced it until I went through a lot of turmoil in my family when I was in college. And at the time, I was living at home, so it really, really affected me, and I went through a period where I struggled to get out of bed, I completely distanced myself from everybody who loved me, and I was crying myself to sleep every single night. And I didn't know why this was affecting me the way it was. I had no idea why this was affecting me, I had no idea what these signs meant, but I knew that I needed help. And so I reached out to a friend who happens to be a social worker who put me in touch with another therapist who I could go see. And from there, I was able to manage my depressive states. Um, I was able to kind of figure out why they were happening and when they started and... um, And then when they did start, I was able to reach out for for the help that I needed through this therapist. But we have just been in a pandemic for the last eight months. And at the beginning of the pandemic, a lot of feelings were brought out. And it doesn't even matter if if I'm talking about myself or I'm talking about other people. But my anxiety and my depression came out full blast at the beginning of the pandemic. We had a stay-at-home order. I was not in at work every day. My routine was completely messed up, and I couldn't handle the uncertainty that was happening around me. 
I was teaching three-year-olds over Zoom, which as so many of you know, Zoom is not in any way an effective teaching tool, and especially for the little ones who need the hands-on, interactive, and engaging routine. And for me, I thrive on my routine, and I didn't have a routine anymore. I was doing whatever I felt like, whenever I felt like, and the only time that I was really occupied were those 15 minutes that I was teaching on Zoom twice a day. So my anxiety went up crazy high, um, and I had to find a way to manage the anxiety. I had to find a way to make sure that um, as much as I was struggling, I was able to also show up for my students and I was able to show up for myself and for this business that I've been creating, right? So my mental health journey has taken me years to to figure out and maneuver and really get all of that help that I truly needed. And this year, now that we are in, in November and I have been at work since August, and school has opened back up, we're not doing virtual learning, we're doing hybrid. There is so much that has gone on in the last few months that really affects so many of us and our mental health. And so the reason I really wanted to come on here is because if you follow me on Instagram, you saw that I posted about mental health. But I, I wanted to emphasize that your mental health is the most important thing in the entire world. And the only reason I'm saying that is because teachers, educators, as a general, we overwork ourselves. We work ourselves to the ground. We make sure that our students are doing as well as they possibly can. And if our student isn't succeeding in class, we lose sleep over it. And we try to figure out every possible way we can make sure that that student is successful. And it has become a norm for us to stay at work late, to work over weekends, and to work in in the evenings, even at home. And that takes a toll. That takes a toll on us. It takes a toll on our mental health. And honestly, it burns a person out, which is why I say mental health is the most important thing this year, especially, that you can be doing for yourself. You need to be putting, prioritizing your mental health before anything else. If you need a day off because your mental health is just not right and you need to take a day to do something for you, you should be doing it. Your mental health comes first. So I'm going to just put out a few tips and tricks that I use to help myself with my anxiety, with the depression, and help Um, help myself cope with the unknown and the uncertainty. So the first thing that I do is I try to journal as much as I can. And I think I've spoken about this. If you follow me on Instagram, you know I've spoken about this. Journaling is something that is talked about everywhere. It's talked about in the teaching world. It's talked about in the business world. It's really talked about everywhere. And the reason is, is because when you write things down, it, it helps to relieve whatever anxieties you're feeling. And I have been trying my hardest to journal every night before I go to bed. 
journal whatever happened, good, bad, ugly, whatever it is, I journal. And I'm telling you right now, it has been a huge, huge, huge cha game changer in my life. I am able to write things down. I am able to think about things. I'm able to develop it in, in my journal. And it honestly helps me, um, it helps me get through to the next day. And it helps me look forward to the next day, right? And journaling aside, this is one of the many ways that I keep myself positive, that I keep myself going, and that I am able to support my students in the way that I want to support them. And I'm able to show up for them. So first and foremost, try the journaling thing. In all honesty, I get into bed an hour earlier than I used to just so that I can have time to journal and reflect on my day. And not only that, take a book and read. Another thing, another way that I cope is by reading. And I don't mean you have to read um, personal growth books to be able to cope. And I do do that. I love personal growth books. And if you're ever interested in any personal growth books, you can growth books, you can always, always count on me to give you a recommendation. But I also think that it's important to read novels. And if you're not a novel person, you don't have to listen to this suggestion. Um, novels get you entranced in, in a new in a new world, in a different world, in something that that you're you're able to just kind of move away from what's going on realistically around you and focus your energy on what's going on in that book. And so I a lot of times read a personal growth book and a novel at the same time because I can get both I can get my two worlds together. I can grow professionally and personally if I want to and I can also get myself involved in a book that I don't have to worry about the outside world. So those two things, reading and journaling, have been a savior. But not only that, if you at all feel like you can't get through a day, if you are crying at night, if you are sleeping through the day, if you are not interested in hanging out with your friends, you need to go find, you need to seek professional help. And I know that therapy is something that for some odd reason is looked down upon in this world, but it's not. It doesn't mean that you have issues and that you need to, that you are this terrible human being for it. If you have that kind of issue, it's okay. It should be normalized and it should be normalized to go to therapy and take care of yourself. So number one, journaling. Number two, reading a book, a personal growth, a novel, whatever it is that you want to read, read it. It'll be good for you. It'll get you into another world. Number three, therapy. If there's ever a time that you need to seek professional help, this is your chance to get through whatever you are going through and to make the best out of whatever comes your way, feeling prepared for whatever comes your way. So, I encourage you to start these habits soon. I encourage you to really look deep into yourself and see what you can work on 
so that your mental health is in check so that you can support your students and you can support yourself and your family. I hope this was helpful and I hope this insight gave you some kind of encouragement to seek out the coping mechanisms that you need during this crazy, crazy time. Keep learning, growing, and becoming your best teacher selves. I am so proud of you. See you next time, teachers.